0: Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Centiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Uh.
1: <laughs> Be kind. Laugh a lot. Be
2: kind. Laugh a lot.
1: For your soul, man. life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful.
0: Laugh a little more, tight, tighten up your core. he can you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown, happy Thursday, everybody. Amy here for the intro, but when it comes to the four things today, I got a treat for you. I have a podcast takeover, and my sister Christy and her husband Ben will be bringing you the four things. And I haven't listened to the episode yet. Full disclosure, but I do know a little bit of what they get into and I know in the first thing, I think they're telling some backstories about me from back in the day. I mean, obviously, known my sister my whole life. She's 4 years older than me, but her husband I have known since I was, I don't know, 8 or 9 years old, so he's been in my life a long time and I'm sure They have some stories about me that have never really been shared before. They don't make it onto the Bobby Bone Show. Probably stuff that I would prefer people didn't know, but who knows? We'll have to see. I'm going to be listening to this episode along with you guys when it comes out. I know um, my sister is sharing uh, one of her favorite books with you. She is wise. My sister is, but so is the author that my sister is going to be sharing. But if you've heard my sister on the podcast before, you know that she has... Good stories to tell and she's always reading different books and she's got little nuggets that are always good things to keep in your back pocket so that'll be the second thing and then the third thing they're gonna talk about acting on your dreams which they have done that a lot and their latest dream is their coffee shop that they opened in Colorado so shout out a root house coffee I feel like this episode even though we have commercials in the episode I'll just go ahead and say I feel like because my sister and her husband stepped in to help me out this week. This episode is unofficially brought to you by Root House Coffee in Pagosa Springs, Colorado. And if you're ever driving through there or you live near there, definitely go stop by their shop. And then the fourth thing they get into is them talking about doing the unexpected. I mean, and that goes for everybody. Like sometimes in life, you just do something you never thought you would do because my sister and her husband are filming a TV show. And I know that that's definitely something my sister never thought in a million years that she would do, even if they were offered it. I think she would normally picture herself saying no to it. It was like a two year thing that they never, ever thought would happen. So she kept saying yes to certain things. And then fast forward, here we are now and they are taping for a TV show. That's I don't think they're allowed to say the network yet, but I mean, it's pretty legit and I still can't believe it at times. And maybe you've got something going on in your life where you're being invited to do something that is outside the box or outside of your comfort zone, but maybe you should just go ahead and do it. Do the unexpected and see where it takes you. That's what they're going to get into. I'm so grateful. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, or maybe this is your first one. I'm taking a step back for a little bit and I've got some friends and family and other people that will be filling in for four things and my fifth thing episode on Tuesdays. So coming up next Tuesday, Keaton Claus is going to be doing a takeover and answering all of your things, holiday decor and holiday family traditions. She's going to be decorating my house again this year for Christmas and she just has the best, most cutest ideas. So definitely check out the episode that's coming up this next Tuesday. And then I think we have something fun in store for y'all next Thursday as well. So I'm just so thankful for having a community of people that are rallying to support me when my attention needs to be focused elsewhere. So with that said, I'm gonna let you get into the episode. Oh, of course. No. Speaking of Christmas, I know after I talked about Keaton, I wanted to tell y'all, Speaking of Christmas, I hope you've already started your Christmas shopping, especially if you're shopping with Espoir or Four Things or over at the Shop Forward, anything Pimp and Joy, because I just want to encourage you to go ahead and get it checked off your list, whether you want to customize a Four Things tote for someone or you want to get a new Four Things gratitude journal or a cute star necklace or a Pimp and Joy hat. Like if you want to give a gift that gives back, the Shop Forward is where it is at and you can... Find links to any of that at RadioAmy.com, but also wherever you're shopping, you want to do it now because I know that inventory's an issue, shipping's an issue. Coronavirus has just messed everything up this year for a lot of things. You don't want it to mess up your Christmas presents. Uh, So go ahead and shop now so that way you get everything in the mail and you can breathe easy. Okay, now, legit, we're really going to start the episode. Here we go.
1: First thing.
0: Hey guys, it is Amy's sister Christy
1: and my husband Ben. Hello. Not to be confused with my sister's husband Ben. We both married Bens.
2: This is the better Ben. <laughs>
1: You're the better Ben. Okay, well here we are. We are taking over Amy's podcast.
2: Yes, it's our show today. That's why we can say this is the better Ben. It's our show. It's takeover. <laughs> Big sister takeover day.
1: Okay, so Amy's not with us here today. In some ways, somehow she has put the podcast in our hands. About so. Time. It's about time, is that what you say? Okay. Well, here we go. So I just thought we'd kind of start off a little bit and talk about knowing Amy and maybe some Amy stories. And obviously, I've known Amy my entire life, because I'm the older sister. (laughs) She's been around um, since I was four years old and in my life. And I love her. So we've had just a series of events that led us both to kind of meet you, Ben, and her husband, Ben, honestly, still when we were kids. Mm -hmm. So the story behind that is that when I was about 13 and Amy was nine, um, our dad sat us down and said he was leaving. And so he was, you know, leaving our family to move on to other things, um, as happens in a lot of young kids' lives. And it's really sad and devastating. And we had an old friend of my mom call us and invite us to come to her church. Obviously, we showed up, we went and walked into the church. And that's where we met. I met you in youth group. So we were both 13, which is like youth group age, you know, and Amy was Nine, yeah, so like I was
2: 12, you were 13. I fell in no. love, it was early.
1: Okay, we don't have to <laughs> argue the details of the age, but I'm pretty sure we were both 13 okay. at the time. And so Amy was younger, not quite in youth group yet, no, but I'm sure you have some like was. early memories yeah, of motor, Amy mouth, at that
2: age, non stop, always. There, always around, always yeah. talking. Motormouth Moffit that
1: was her nickname yeah. in it's elementary school, maybe even to this day. Moffat was Still. our maiden name. She's yeah. always loved to talk. She's yeah. always loved to gab. She's got the gift of gab, and um, she's always got a, a thought. Yeah, share. She
2: was always that like annoying little sister. It was always <laughs> there, always in the background or always in your way. Oh, you she just so, wanted to be a part of everything. Yeah, not much has changed, though. <laughs> we love her, though. <laughs> She's awesome.
1: Yeah, so what's one of your just one uh, early story? Well, she got. Didn't, she
2: even got like baptized at our house. Yeah, remember? she,
1: we, our church had like an event yeah, at after your, your family's house. Yeah. and yeah. Some people got baptized. And, and she sang Amy
2: at her own baptism. Amy
1: was one of them. She performed, you know, before she, yeah. her own baptism. <laughs> um, she had a guitar player as backup. What song and, did she sing? Oh, it was you an remember? Amy Grant song. Oh, Amy Grant, yeah, I don't remember yeah. the title, but it Those was like about how the Lord has a will and <laughs> I have a need to follow his oh, will. It's, it's that song, yeah. whatever that Amy Grant song is. I could yeah. sing it for you, but I'm sure we'll, Amy and I will do
2: that together another later. Well, then we had a date, one of our... First dates.
1: That was actually the same day.
2: That was the same day. Yeah, right. it was So same we had day. the church day After party. the baptism church party potluck style old school southern yeah style then we were church. getting
1: ready for the soirée dance.
2: yeah the soiree dance
1: Which, no it
2: wasn't the soiree yeah it was, it was.
1: well it was like w a debutante thompson. ball
2: and
1: you called it debbie yeah. thompson ball that's, <laughs> that's
2: what i thought it was
1: and, and you gave me a corsage like a flower to I wear know. on my wrist and you called it a croissant
2: i didn't know what this stuff was <laughs> I just knew it was supposed to get you I know, something. You
1: were young. You were and young. But
2: Amy was there in all the pictures, in the background, in climbing swimsuit. in. <laughs> yeah, in a swimsuit, climbing into the back of the car. I think she's like in every photo of that I event. I think
1: so. Yeah. yeah. So no, that's an awesome memory. Yeah. And then we we had we've had other times we've done... Her and I did some singing together. Oh yeah, at no, church. at church. I mean, they'd kind of um, let anybody sing at our <laughs> church.
2: church, <laughs> yeah. And anybody. so you
1: played a part in that performance. Well,
2: I was trying to help the situation, maybe.
1: Okay, what happened?
2: Well, y'all were singing up on stage. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. It was sanctuary.
1: And it's a I duet. thought I
2: would prepare the sanctuary with a little. <laughs> pepper mace that I was fiddling with your mother's purse and it accidentally went off in the church and everybody's coughing and crying and y'all are trying to finish this song and I'm just trying to get out of the aisle right s- as fast as I can and but y'all That's did hilarious. it yeah, you prepared the
1: sanctuary with the pepper spray. That's right. Yeah. yeah. People were coughing. Amy and I were up there. This is like our big, you know, duet debut. <laughs> debut. <Yeah.
2: laughs>
1: and so people bad. are coughing. And we were honestly also choking a little bit yeah. up there. But I think we were um, in the
2: front row, maybe. <laughs> so I sprayed it. I don't know. Yeah. To bad. this day,
1: her and I like to do a little duet of that every now and then, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah. when we're together.
2: Mm-hmm. We do stuff we'll like that. And, and then, then yeah, we she, got
1: married. We
2: got married. On, she was there.
1: Well, of course she was there. <laughs> it was her birthday. She was, um, yeah, she was in our wedding, as was her future husband, as Ben.
2: was my on best man side, On your side. Amy was on
1: my side. But yep. the big thing was it was Amy's birthday. It was her birthday. So she was there. So I, you know, we all had seen 16 candles, and I didn't yeah, want it to be like a repeat of that. We didn't want it to be like, Oh, no, everybody forgot the little sister's birthday. So, no, we, we had a cake yeah. color coordinated with our wedding cake. With,
2: yep, her dress. had her name
1: on it. Happy birthday. We sang a song. We did the whole thing. Always
2: has to be about her. So, <laughs> so whatever. No, I forgive you, Amy. That's <laughs> See,
1: Amy, Amy and my Ben go way back. Oh, yeah, we and, go way back. I mean, Amy and her Ben go way back, Lots too. Lots of love. Yeah. My Ben likes to give her a hard time on yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. So then past that, fast forward, we're married. Yeah, Amy we're graduates married. college. She's going to go out into the big world. Doesn't want to <laughs> live at home with mom.
2: So she moves in with us. <laughs> yeah. But, but no, like yeah, in our no, house. No, it wasn't. There was a shed, a potting shed right. out back.
1: She had her own place. And she,
2: <laughs> like maybe eight by six, four. Right. To I mean, it was small. It was tiny. Plywood. Fit, like a bed a and a bed. rack of
1: clothes in it. No, in restroom. A, no restroom. No restroom. She had to she, run
2: across the yard, well, driveway kept, into our house. So bad. And, and then she you know, was she, working for us. Yeah. She we was had- our first so-called root design employee. We have a business, root design, a design business. But she was like that. We started,
1: and we kind of launched it right around decades that time. ago. Yeah, and right when like, she moved
2: hey, in, we had a baby.
1: Amy, we thought work- this would
2: be a good idea. <laughs> not really. And no, she did but
1: a great job. She, she did a great job. Measure she properties. dropped Adeline
2: a few times, but it was great. She'd watch um,
1: Adeline, yeah. who's our oldest now, who's yeah. seventeen. So this, but
2: is- she did. She would go out and measure properties, and then she also worked for Gold's Gym, and she did like oh, the early. The more- morning yeah like five o'clock four thirty she had to get there and i'd have to go wake her up because she'd always oversleep and i'd go in there and i'd amy amy i bang on the shed door and i'd go in there and i would peel back the covers and she's got her shoes on i'm like oh you're already ready she's like no I put them on last night because I knew I was going to be late. <laughs> and so she would sleep in her clothes, her Gold's Gym uniform, shoes on and everything. So she could hop up because she knew she's going go to be late and run work. out the door and run to work. She probably still does that she today. she does the same yeah. thing. Sometimes <laughs> sure she has she
1: early morning
2: radio stuff. Yeah, yeah. radio so show She days. sleeps in her clothes.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure she does. And I think back to those times and I think to just mom even during that time, you know, when we were when we were young kids and when we were first coming to that church mm-hmm. and mom was, you know, going through a lot of hard stuff as a mm-hmm. single mom. And I would wake up every morning and see her praying on the couch and I didn't think a ton about it, but later we had conversations about it and I learned she wasn't necessarily sitting there praying that my dad would come home. She was praying that she would be changed in all of this, that right. she would grow to be who she was created to be, that she would you know, be a good mom during everything mm-hmm. and just do her very best to give us what we needed at that time. And I would say she did an, an amazing job. She did an awesome and job. She honestly instilled in both Amy and I. But I mean, I can only speak for myself with my own marriage. But just, just this idea that marriage isn't easy, that um, marriage is hard at times, and that it's worth fighting for. And it can be right. worth just enduring the hard times to get to the other side and right. see what's there. So.
2: And that's what she did. And she got up. She got out. Even in the hardest of times, she kept pushing forward. And she got y'all to a church. Church with a new community, and little does she know that that church would also be the same place that both her daughters would meet their future husbands, her future son-in-laws.
1: I think she still likes
2: the other Ben better than me, but that's another (laughs) podcast. We can we can do a vote on that. Oh, she grew to like you, but she was awesome, and that was the deal. She was tested and tried, but she's persevered, and she kept going, praying on her knees, going to a church, finding a community. And boy, did that pave the way for um, mm-hmm. the next twenty plus years now that yeah. we're in?
1: And I think it could be an inspiration to us all. Second thing. Hope naively, probably when we first got married, I thought, you know what? We're probably not going to have marriage uh-huh. issues because uh-huh. this is going to be so fun. I mean, uh-huh. I'm marrying my best friend. We're going to get to live together and do what? everything together all the time. <laughs> How
2: do you feel about that today? <laughs>
1: <laughs> now a break every now and then isn't so bad. Uh-huh. But I mean, we've yeah, we, we hit some rough patches. And, but I'd say we've worked through them and they've really? grown us into a stronger relationship and so there's one particular rough patch i was thinking back on and it was after we'd been married about 10 years and we had four little kids Mm -hmm. dad was going my dad was going through some tough stuff and he was moving in with us and we had a lot going on in our house like one of our kids was a newborn yeah Um, i'm breastfeeding there was all kinds of things going on and then we had just hit this rock bottom in Mm -hmm. our marriage and you came home with a gift do you remember what it was
2: was a book from barnes and noble
1: barnes and, and noble an
2: oreo cookie on the cover of it <laughs> that's all i remember
1: i don't think it was an oreo cookie chocolate i'm pretty sure covered. it was like a was chocolate covered oreo. some type of yeah. dark chocolate decadent look
2: like an oreo to me
1: homemade cookie probably yeah. not an oreo okay. but i i could see how you thought it was an oreo <laughs> but what made you pick out that book
2: it was bittersweet and everything we were going through was kind of bittersweet it was really maybe
1: it was bitter it was more bitter honestly. than
2: sweet right. but it had
1: potential to be there was be a lot sweet, of crap
2: going on but yeah
1: and it had food on the cover you and like
2: food and i'm always it's always a win if it has something to do with food for you so that's what i just took a stab at food and cookie oreo
1: yeah, you're like, Christy will probably like this book. It's got an Oreo <laughs> <It's> on it. It's <laughs> got an
2: Oreo on it. That's bittersweet. But
1: really, I I did love that book. I hadn't really been a reader prior to that. So I think you really introduced me to a genre of reading I really enjoyed. Yeah, and self-help. So it was Shauna. Okay, it was, the book was Bittersweet by Shauna Nyquist. Yeah. And I never know if I'm saying it right, if it's Niequist or Nyquist. Nyquist. I don't know. Whatever it is. I mean, she's my best friend. But I don't know how to say her name. But really, and why I say that, I mean, jokingly, is that I say she's my best friend because she really met me in a place and kind of put a lot of words to ways I was feeling and gave me hope Mm -hmm. for the dark times, even in our marriage, even in parenting, even in all the things that growth could come from it. And so the idea of the book was that life is all about the bitter and the sweet, because if it was only sweet, then you wouldn't know the sweet as well and so the Mm. bitter is what makes the sweet so much better and so it really the whole book just kind of gave me this perspective that that our our hard things happen to us for a reason and the very last line of the book was your story must be told which kind of just gave me permission like this pain isn't wasted like what you're going through and everybody has all different hard things they go through but what you're going through is not wasted. You will grow from it and you will share it with someone else and it will come alongside them in their own pain and your pain can be used. Your pain right. will grow you. All of that stuff. So I, I think you walking into Barnes and Noble, oh, yeah. picking out a book with an Oreo totally on it. I
2: totally knew what I was doing.
1: <laughs> I don't think you knew that you were introducing me to no. an author who I would just fall in love with. And mm-hmm. Um, ended up so far I've read all of her books. So she had had a prior book to that I ended up buying. And then her next book was bread and wine. Mm-hmm. And that was a book I was reading when my mom in 2013 was going through her cancer treatments. Right. And so she, I think we were at MD Anderson. We would take turns going with her to her treatments and we were there. She was hooked up to tubes, getting some chemo. And I was reading bread and wine by Shauna. Yeah. And I walked out to go to the restroom. And when I came back in, my mom had picked up the book and was just sort of thumbing through it it and came to the chapter that was entitled What My Mother Taught Me. And I think she just found that interesting because, you know, she's a mother. Right. And she was reading through it. And when I came in, she set it down. And so essentially the chapter is is Shauna talking about her mom and and all the things she's done, how her life has continued to just always have this mantra of the best is yet to come. Like you never really arrive. Keep trying those things. Keep taking up new hobbies. Keep accomplishing. And so her mother had been like a flutist and a flower arranger and a peacemaker in the middle east i mean (laughs) you know small hobby things and bigger things and i think my mom just kind of compared her a little bit and went oh gosh i don't know if i how i compare to this woman you know i don't know what i've done with my life and what kind of impact am i leaving and have i followed my dreams and have i listened to my dreams and what even are my dreams and so it kind of started this conversation that continued honestly through her end of life like of just a little bit of a wrestling of gosh I'm not sure I did what I was put here fully to do and and just not even certain of what her dreams were right. but you know I think she was being a little hard on herself yes. because if you knew mom you know she was the she most was incredible. steady right. loyal patient you right. know, loving, giving, just steady is such a good word for her. And, and usually such a good perspective on things like didn't Always. really get riled up over issues was just, just steady. I, I
2: think I riled her up a few times.
1: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm
2: sure I did. Maybe.
1: And Amy. Yeah. Amy. Oh, oh Amy, Amy, Amy might could rile her up buttons. a little bit.
2: Jeez. But
1: I mean, probably overall. St- probably
2: still does today. <laughs>
1: overall, she was Steady. But
2: yeah, your mom was awesome. I mean, who she worked for, she helped, how she helped run that church and she worked for a family business and you know, almost ran that business behind the scenes for 27, 28, 29 years and and was just incredible at what she did and was perseverant and just like you said, steady, consistent, always accountable. And that's that's what made her awesome, and because she was always she was always there, she was always available, and she was always ready.
1: Yeah, and so I think in walking alongside her through her wrestling through those different thoughts that were going on in her mind at end of life, and I do think that's a common thing that mm-hmm. people wrestle with. Like, gosh, what could I have done more of, and why didn't I listen to that dream, and why didn't I try that thing, and why didn't I take that risk? Which I find myself honestly doing quite often, like as a pattern in my life, I want to keep things safe. I want to not step outside the box too much. I don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers. I don't want to fail. I don't want to do all the things. All right. But I think in walking alongside her through that, I kind of learned maybe maybe risk is worth it sometimes. Maybe failing isn't too bad. Maybe that's actually an opportunity or a stepping stone mm-hmm. to what's on the, on the other side. Mm-hmm. So all that to say, I think, the story of her kind of passing away, she her last final days were spent in our home. Right. We had a lot of family in and out of the house. We had the opportunity, you, my husband Ben, me, and Amy. Amy, and her husband Ben, to be around my mom's bedside when she took her last breath. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the next day was my birthday. Yeah. And I didn't get that phone call that I normally would get every morning where she sings me the special song. All and right. so there was a lot of just gut wrenching happening. Right. But there also was a surprise that. There was a
2: surprise on the front porch i think i was going to get something food or breakfast or something and on the front porch was a basket it had bread in it right banana bread or something
1: no it was a loaf it of it was bread. a loaf
2: of bread okay loaf of bread like a
1: loaf of bread like, and, of bread, like right, sourdough
2: and two bottles of wine
1: two bottles of wine and a, and note a handwritten note from signed shauna nequist
2: still to this day we have no clue how yeah. it got there
1: and I mean, it it had my name on it. So it was right. to me.
2: It was to you. And, and it was she signed by said, her, we think. Well, we it hope. was. And I sh-
1: totally figured it out. It totally was legit. Okay. There's a long story to it, but it's legit. I did my research. Okay. It was, in fact, her handwriting, her paper. <laughs> and she wrote me a note. Okay. But we don't know who put it there. Yeah. And so whoever did, they were doing the work of my mom. Yes. <laughs> That's it, the way I kind of look at call. it. I'm always trying to put words, yeah. you know, or pieces together and create stories out of things. But that particular story, I just felt like was a message from mom saying, remember that book, bread and wine. Remember that moment in the hospital. Remember all the wrestling I had about my dreams, Christy, your best is yet to come. Right. And so I think that's something that a lot of listeners could resonate with, too, um, just on this idea that dreams are worth having, that dreams are worth chasing, that your dreams matter, pay attention to them, take action on them right. and see where they go.
2: Here's your bread. Here's your two bottles of wine. <laughs> go drink. <laughs> Be merry. The best is yet to the come. The best is yet to come.
0: You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have. Again, 365-day returns. That's quince.com slash amy. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like, I want research. I want to know, like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18-plus multivitamin. The results... Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope.
1: So speaking of dreams and risk taking and different things, that is one thing my husband, Ben, and I are different. You know, I am cautious. I like to think through my steps. I want to know, okay, if I do this, this, this and that are going to happen. You can't always know that. And Ben is the opposite. He is a risk taker and always has been
2: yeah the only thing i count is how many broken bones i've had <laughs> i've <want> never to... <laughs> had a broken bone yeah, which we're working on that though
1: <laughs> no i don't want to break no, a bone But
2: we have to like jump off of something and do something crazy well, I've jumped
1: off things okay, and i did yeah. it very cautiously Diving boards one time <laughs> yeah no, i jumped off that waterfall
2: <laughs> okay you did oh my gosh that was so fun <laughs> it took forever <laughs> it took forever
1: and everybody had to leave oh, and nobody and everybody, could everybody
2: had to leave i know it was so weird i know I love but that i did about it you. so that was huge you did it. You did it. I have a picture of it. Yeah, yeah. but
1: you are just sort of a natural risk taker. Yeah. But it kind of falls in line if you've all ever done the Enneagram test. And I think Amy's had an expert on before, and we are by no means experts. No. But if you just know our Enneagram numbers, you know, I'm a nine, which is more the peacemaker. To I want
2: all the feathers. You don't want to mess things up. You like to Yeah, but it, it also smooth. keeps me
1: like I don't want to take a lot of risk. Right. You know, but when I'm in a growth phase, then I am taking action and doing things but when i'm not i'm anxious and and all the things so Mm -hmm. i kind of teeter both ways but you are a seven which is kind of the adventure seeker lover don't don't necessarily think before you jump you just jump and figure it out along the way yeah so that's definitely where we sort of balance each other out and i think that's probably what attracted me to you so Uh, much is that that you were (laughs) (laughs) that you were my opposite in so many ways and that you were kind of dangerous Mm -hmm. and risky and all the things and
2: anybody that knows us listening to this is probably (laughs) laughing so oh my gosh but they've all like (laughs) ben's been with me when i've like jumped off that cliff oh amy's skiing. been amy's y'all been, been in
1: a lot he's of had to haul me down we've been together. in. yeah we
2: had his hood <laughs> fly up i think we were 15 years old driving in the jeep to colorado and his hood flew up over the jeep
1: well yeah y'all almost went over the bridge over town lake. oh with my a gosh with a trailer on the
2: back and yeah i'm we're like swerving like fish tailing because the trailer's like going crazy behind us and it's whipping our jeep around and you shouldn't have a big heavy trailer hooked up to a jeep but we're going over town lake bridge in austin and i do not have control and i look at ben saying i'm just <laughs> gonna slam it into the wall and what does ben he do unbuckles, he I unbuckles see. in case we go over the bridge he can get a swan dive in <laughs> he's and on- then we, we hit and boom we, you know everything explodes and it's crazy and i look over and he's like hanging on the edge of the door like about to <laughs> Dive, getting in diver position. Well, he's form. always been
1: one step well, ahead yeah. I know he's of especially ahead. dangerous yeah. situations. Yeah, like he he's never. got a plan. Yeah,
2: well, who and he's, he's actually
1: got plan A, plan B, and plan yeah, C. He does just in yeah. case. For well, he was whatever on, he I think faces, he was on plan should.
2: C when he unbuckled <laughs> and ready to jump off the bridge. But yeah, we've had a lot of fun together.
1: Yeah. And so I think in losing mom and, and walking with her just through some things, all it's right. so crazy how loss and difficult times sometimes will strip you of the things that used to hold you back or the mm-hmm. things you used to worry about all the time. And I really think that did that for me because that was a moment where I started to become just more open to, man, What if we did this? And what if we looked at this? And what right. if, you know, and, and that kind of trickled into this opportunity that kind of came our way mm-hmm. where we, you and I were wrestling a little bit about possibly making a big move, which would be to a small mountain town right. in Colorado from Austin, Texas. Right. You and I both, born and raised Austin. Right. You spent a lot of time in the mountains because you worked at Young Life camps every summer. You went to college in the mountains. Mm-hmm. You were a fly fisherman and a ski instructor. The mountains
2: were calling.
1: The And yeah, essentially, we had spent some time living in a small town for a brief period of time in Colorado, and we sort of had felt a calling back to that place. But in my head, you know, old Christy would be like listing off all the reasons why we couldn't and shouldn't do it because it wouldn't make sense. And what about this? And we don't know what what it holds. It was was long, but I think... But you know what? It was actually probably shortly right after I jumped off that waterfall. Oh, it was. Because we were in the Grand Canyon that summer on like this family trip. We had grandparents there. We had cousins there. We had aunts and uncles. We were on... These rafts stuck on rafts Uh, together, (laughs) unplugged from life for that that six or seven days or however much it was. And I think that was the moment we just decided we either need to just do this or stop talking about it. That's right. And we made the decision to move to this small mountain town of Pagosa Springs, Colorado, which is where we are right now. We're recording at the local K-Wolf radio station
2: thank you k-wolf shout out Country. thank you k-wolf Appreciate you. thank
1: you christy anyway where was i going with that well i think well, we, we need
2: to was, find more was, cliffs for you to jump off that's what that's where you were going it's, with t- that it's funny
1: how <laughs> risk maybe and overcoming fears and doing things kind of invites you towards more right so I just right. thought about that, how it was literally shortly right after that waterfall jump yeah, that we It was. I had probably decision. already
2: moved here in my head. I was just waiting for you to come on. <laughs> he was around. just waiting
1: for me to get we on board. We were just kind of
2: sabotaging you to get on board. So it took a <laughs> cliff. Oh, you were
1: manipulating the yes, situation, we were. essentially. We were very much so. Well, so yeah. finally I get on board yeah. and we're like, okay, Adeline, our oldest, we have four kids. And so Adeline is our oldest. She was about to be a Crazy. freshman in high school. <laughs> I mean, now she's almost a now freshman Now she's in about
2: to be a freshman in college.
1: But we were kind of just going through the process of either we do this now or it's going to be harder to do once the kids are starting getting right. connected all in high school and, right. and all of that. Long story short, took the jump, moved mm-hmm. into this little old Victorian house on the river in downtown Pagosa Springs. Right. And every day we didn't necessarily know what the future was going to hold. We kind of... Kept a lot of our design work in Austin. My husband, Ben, you would travel back and forth doing projects. We hoped to do more projects in Colorado, but weren't absolutely sure we would get jobs or anything. Nobody knew us here. And every day we would walk to this little coffee shop. Yeah. And it was just down the river from our house, and we'd walk in, and we right. we loved the location. It was close by. We'd have coffee. We'd do work. Oh, we'd yeah. take the kids there. And then, you know, we just kind of kept showing up to this coffee shop. Right. Maybe there had been a little dream that had stirred inside of us over the years yeah. of having a little retail shop or coffee shop as a part of our design office business. Right. Mm-hmm. But then an opportunity came our way where we learned this coffee shop was available going to be for sale right and in my head of course the initial reaction is all the reasons why we shouldn't do it and why it's too risky and why it's you know dangerous and what if we fail and all the things and but we just kept taking the next right step and not knowing what was beyond that and here we are now we have this coffee shop
2: Root house coffee right on the river about a couple hundred yards from our house on the San Juan River in this little mountain town where we get to keep having coffee but have a lot more fun having coffee with friends and employees and family that comes through towns.
1: So maybe the initial dream was that someday we would have a little coffee and retail shop in our design office. The dream actually morphed to a place. Well, what if we have a coffee shop that has retail and we just office out of there? So we don't have an official design office. We have a barn. We have a barn. We work out of. We have our kitchen table. Right. And then we have the coffee shop. And it's been a huge, I I couldn't have planned the way that it's worked out. If I would have tried to plan it, it probably wouldn't have gone that way. And if I would have seen past the first step, it really is in risk taking. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's about just taking the next right step. You don't know beyond that just keep doing. And if you get detoured, you get detoured. Just use that as
2: there was a lot of obstacles all along the way. But like you said, you don't have to be a seven, you can be a nine and still take risks. The experience that you had through your mother passing away and that whole experience and Shauna Nyquist and some different stories that came along, allowed you to really kind of take those risks and make those jumps and knew that it was worth it. And I've had that, that's kind of what kind of, you know, I'm a seven, you're a nine, but then we took the leap to Colorado and then this coffee shop and it didn't happen right at first. We actually made an offer and then had to, we actually Mm -hmm. didn't want to counter on our offer. The original offer wasn't good enough. And so we walked away from it fully for a year and kind of just gave it over and, and walked away from it. And it was perfect timing because our oldest daughter had, um, her spinal fusion back surgery. And then the next year, your dad had some, uh, cancer stuff that he's still dealing with even a little bit today, but we stayed through it. I think that goes back to your mom and how we talked about how she was so steady, accountable, always there, always present, all available. And that's really like you're a real mold from her, but through her passing and the stuff that you've learned that some risks are worth taking, even Mm -hmm. if there's obstacles in the way, again, like the coffee shop, we didn't get it when we made the first offer. Even if
1: you fail and even if it doesn't go the exact way you planned, you know, it's, it's still worth trying. It's still worth it. So, and I think at the same time I was reading Brene Brown's Daring Greatly book, who is, also one of my best friends, um, <laughs> but she doesn't know, know it. Best so anyway, if you are at all wrestling with what it looks like to dare greatly, that's a great resource right. to pick up by Brene Brown. With Amy Brown. Ah, ah, ah. Speaking of daring greatly... There's mm-hmm. a phrase that we started using back in Austin kind of Root like Design days. Yeah. I sort of recall when we first heard it, and, and I vaguely knew what it meant. But it's the phrase "vamos a fuera," which we had. We I had, knew it kind of meant like come over here, maybe outside. It's Spanish. I didn't necessarily know what it exactly translated to until we looked it up one day. Right. And it literally translates to...
2: Let's go outside.
1: Let's go outside. We heard
2: it first. We had a housekeeper that would come would come over like once a week and help us out. And she would say to the kids, vamos, vamos, vamos afuera. And she'd be like, let's go outside. She's kicking them out of the house, which was something I always grew up. My dad always kind of kicked me out of the house. And my mom would hand me PB&Js through the window. Because I couldn't come back in until he came back in. So it was right. always and like. It's not like
1: was. this glamorous we had. No, no. People it was just. Like, I'm sheep. like, I was drowning at <laughs> right, home. Yeah, four and kids. This and Alicia <laughs> would come help me. Yeah, oh my
2: gosh, she was so awesome. Help yeah.
1: me at the house yeah. so I didn't go. Insane, But she
2: would always say when the kids were in the house, she'd be like, vamos, vamos afuera. And we kind of heard that and it kind of stuck with us. And then it kind of resonated over into root design when we'd be designing projects or trying to figure something out on with pen and paper on the desk or in the studio. And I remember the different guys, Lupi and Cordero, and and some of the guys that were helping us. They'd be like, "Vamos, vamos, vamos afuera! Let's go outside and just figure it out. Let's just jump in. Let's let's put the parts and pieces together and just make it happen right then and there." And and so that kind of became it was kind of an undercurrent tone with everything we did. It was just all right, vamos afuera! Let's let's go outside and just go figure this right. out. Right.
1: So it's become sort of a tagline, and we even have shirts at the shop now right. that say "Vamos afuera" because it's this idea. You know, we're kind of in an outdoorsy town so obviously yeah. vamos a let's go outside it could mean let's go to the woods let's go camping let's go take a hike let's go ski right. whatever it is but to us, the deeper meaning of Vamos a Fuera is, let's go outside our comfort zone. Right. Like, let's see how far we can push the envelope a little bit. Right. Like, what can we dream and try to make happen? And that's sort of been the snowball effect of, of different things. Like, what if we made our own hats and t-shirts for the coffee right. shop? And so... What if we
2: bought a coffee shop? What if we moved <laughs> to Colorado? What if we did all these crazy things that we've kind of done over right, the years? Right, which
1: didn't all fall in order. No. It wasn't like, well, first we're going to move to Colorado. Colorado then we're going to buy a coffee shop then right. we're going to make some t-shirts and hats right. or
2: then our daughter's going to have surgery and then your dad's <laughs> going to get cancer and then we're well, going to we do this. Well we for sure didn't like, plan
1: those things You can't
2: plan any those of this Those are stuff. the
1: like speed bumps. Right that and that's come. where Bama
2: Sofleto was always just like telling us just get outside and just do it. Get outside your convenient comforts Risk those things that get outside your everyday, get outside your box and try new things and adventure. And so it kind of works here, like you said, being in the mountains, it's kind of common sense. Let's go outside, Mm -hmm. but also as a life motto of get outside your box, get outside your everyday, try something new.
1: Yeah. And so then one day, we got, you got, let's be honest, you got the Instagram message from someone on our. Root Design Company yeah. Instagram page. And good thing they messaged you because, right. You're, you know, me, sometimes... go I, call in a
2: hole and not very engaging sometimes.
1: <laughs> sometimes and I... Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm,
2: someone wants my attention? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk to me? Okay. Yeah.
1: And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, maybe it'd take me, you <laughs> a know, a few months, months to respond. To Sorry
2: for any listeners what or people What might
1: this person want, want on the other <laughs> right. side of this request? Right. So, but you got an Instagram we got message
2: message saying like something hey have y'all like ever thought about doing a tv show we were like no well
1: i mean the funny thing is people had approached you yeah as a design been, show right. concept potential a right. couple other times yeah, couple over other times. the years I mean, right. we've had the business almost 20 right. years or 16 years right. my, whatever it is so i mean it's come up a couple times right. but never went anywhere no, and no. part some one time it felt really shady and it was like i don't think we need right. this in our life so but this particular lady was a producer it right. felt i don't it know she natural. was just warm yeah. and kind and inviting easy,
2: approachable
1: and we started some conversations yeah
2: We took the risk, and I was like, okay, let's see where this goes. Oh, yeah. Everything in me
1: wanted to be like, like, no, no. No. We've kind of walked down this road before with someone else. It's probably not going to go anywhere. It's probably nothing. And we should just say no because we need to protect ourselves from it going nowhere and wasting time and different things like that. So but we I kept the
2: conversation going. (laughs) He kept the conversation going. (laughs) Just in case. And if you know
1: Ben, he's really good at that. He's all about conversation. Like everything is it's a to be continued conversation. My
2: love language for all you listeners is words of affirmation. She's really hitting it right now. Thank you, babe. (laughs) I like that. Oh, is that you like that? Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm not as good as giving words of affirmation because my love language is acts of Acts of service. So I would like to do things in some way. Way, shape I or make form.
2: coffee. I make the bed. I make fire. I make That's, the bed. Okay. Well, make, we make coffee, the bed. make
1: bed, make fire. That's, That's right. like our morning. That's routine. my acts of service. <laughs> That's
2: how it I is. start the day off for you. It is. All right. We got off subject. It's
1: so off subject. <laughs> so anyway, all that, so anyways, to say, all that
2: to say is there's this crazy thing we're doing right now. after two
1: years of after two years
2: of conversation talking my wife through it zoom calls holding hands therapy therapy (laughs) um ranch waters lots of coffee espresso plus tequila has kind of been our thing going through all this (laughs) um but now we're filming a show we can't say a lot about it we can't really talk about it we can't name names or places or things or all that but we christy and i and
1: which definitely wasn't in the plan no it wasn't hey well first we're gonna move to colorado and then we're gonna buy a coffee shop and then we're gonna film a tv show like that was definitely not in the plan but I think it's a testament to this idea that life will just stay interesting if you keep doing the next right step. Right. But there will be gaps. There will be right. setbacks. There will be all the things. And sometimes you're in the middle of it and can't see through it. Right.
2: Right. But but you will
1: get to the other side. You get to the other side. There's been a lot,
2: and everything you say yes to means you say no to something else, and so it's good to have that kind of barometer of you can't just do every next right thing. You really have to evaluate it. You got to talk. You got to you got to work with each other. And yeah, Christy and I are very different, but we talk a lot. We we make fire and have coffee every morning, (laughs) and that's our that's kind of our quiet time to to keep ourselves aligned. But a
1: caveman. The whole (laughs) make fire,
2: chop wood, make
1: coffee. It's, Make bet. Uh,
2: that's right. That's <laughs> how this designer keeps calluses on his hands. <laughs> so, but the whole vamos a Fleta kind of you know get outside your comfort zone get outside your everyday try new things the next right thing but also knowing everything you say yes to means you say no to something else but we also kind of have our in our coffee shop we kind of we have some apparel that we've been launching super soft launch just kind of playing with it but we called it filled and far and filled and far comes from a scripture that we were kind of inspired by he will provide for the lilies of the field and do far more abundantly than you can ever imagine and so when you trust in And take those vamos moments and you stand on the ledge and you look over the cliff and you look at where you can jump to, sometimes unknown but you just know it's the next right thing and so you jump and how much more will he provide for the lilies of the field and do far more abundantly than you can imagine and again where right. we are today it's
1: a today, combination of two
2: verses yeah it's a combination but of two verses but it's great. kind of been mm-hmm. just what's keeps driving us and and doesn't mean that everything's right sometimes you have to peel back and back up and and start and you have again to go with
1: that didn't work did not whatsoever work. We've done that so, a few times yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> so but it's really fun right now we're filming the show it's every couple of weeks this crew we shows don't know where up don't go it's kind of for one show yeah
1: um the crew has been awesome the guy who mics you up and films or is listening to things all the time um i really think they're also therapists on the side because like every time he's putting my little microphone on he'll be like you're doing a great job listen listen i really that really (laughs) came across really well i just you know and he's like in your ear right
2: Um, and the head camera guy his name's ben also yeah. which is so fun <laughs> we got all these bins but
1: and we don't know where it's going to go but it's a fun story a and fun that's thing. what I've sort of learned from you too Ben is like okay this could crash and burn and go nowhere but at the end of the day it'll be a fun story we fun doing it. and they're really letting our family be a part of it yeah. and we've done breakfast scenes at the house and we've done fishing scenes and we on did. the river I got to go fishing
2: and I had my Brad Pitt moment <laughs> on the know. river River know is
1: it. right that's Fly his fishing. favorite movie A River yeah. Runs Through It and so he's had this moment where
2: and they were filming me fly fishing. You essentially think it's a fly fishing show. If I I could have died and gone and I would have been good. You know, um, I'm done. You're basically Brad Pitt. We know that. exactly.
1: Yeah. So I think we need to wrap it up, babe. Yeah.
2: But all that to say, have fun, take risk. Vamos a Florida. Trust in it. Sometimes you have to back up. Sometimes... But you have to do it. And life comes with failures and comes with death. Um, we've had a saying in our marriage, um, you know, over mm-hmm. our almost 20 years or now 20 years of marriage mm-hmm. that you have multiple marriages. Um, just depends right, if we you have it with the same person or not. Yeah, we and, heard it said
1: once by right. someone. It's like every married person will have multiple marriages. And I was like, what? you know, and then. You know because i know that does happen but they said and sometimes it will be with the, the same, same person, person. Right. so it's okay to like regroup yeah. to like reset like if you hit a rock bottom rebuild from that use I, those ashes and raise right, them up exactly. into something better
2: exactly ben and amy have been there with us we've been through it that's what family's for and you stay together and you fight together. And like like you said, you rise up from the ashes. And vamos a fuera, Get out there. Get out and do something fun. Have fun. Adventure on and see where life takes you.
1: <laughs> Good job, babe. Oh,
2: man. I'm Thanks for listening to us
1: ramble. I hope we did okay with these take four over, things. for take things. Takeover take podcast. It's
2: about time. I'm <laughs> telling you. Older sister time, finally. So
1: <laughs> Okay. Bye, guys.